You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. the world's team on blogging the boys network in partnership with sb nation i am meg murray and i am joined by paul stewart hey paul how are you doing i'm pretty well pretty well how's yourself oh i am good i am uh, enjoying the weekend in denver um for a friend's wedding and uh just having a great time but you know excited to talk about the cowboys with you how are you doing yeah i'm pretty good it's been quite a nice wee couple of days actually all i've been doing has been talking cowboys with lots of people right now like obviously with UK cowboys and I kind of joined in with some others uh, like a uh, cowboy content creators that are just recently so I've been do- doing quite a fair bit of talking as well so it's been nice. so it's been pretty good and also a uh, just kind of been dissecting obviously the goods and the bads of that Denver game ironically enough that's where you are right now which is kind of ironic <laughs> yep yeah so don't worry folks meg's not turning on to denver she's still one of us no way <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> look the city's great um but you will not catch me in that orange and uh in blue no not oh, for no. me oh no oh no like, I, I, would not, I, I would not accept accept you looking look like a, a can of fanta every day no chance I've already, if I've stuck it out this long, like I'm going to stick it out forever pretty much. So yeah, I'm, y'all I'm, aren't getting rid of me. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm getting a Dallas Cowboys star on my grave. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're Cowboys till we're dead, guys. You heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been the word on the street um, this week when the on the shows that you've been on? Um, everyone's kind of been very happy with the debut performance of Tyler Smith. Even though I kind of felt as though he still made some fundamental mistakes in terms of a uh, picking up like gap assignment, like in terms of so, for example, and I think a lot of it is kind of more down to the communication with the uh, offensive line in general, which is just like lack mm-hmm. of awareness. So there's been a couple of plays where Tyler Smith kind of looked like he was supposed to block the A gap, but it completely misread it, and that kind of led to number ninety-one rushing into Cooper Rush and that led up to that interception by uh, PGA Locke um, so that was late in the first quarter so that kind of led to that but overall, overall Tyler Smith showed that dog mentality showed his physicality even though one of the, the flags he got was absolutely ridiculous it was never a holding call but even still we're still getting penalized out there so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of those ones where even though, but at the same time, we shouldn't be paying, like, even though none of our starters were playing, and we always have to remember that these guys, like, the majority of these guys that are actually on preseason games are not likely going to be, like, starters and stuff like that, but they still need to kind of hold themselves up to a high standard and try and limit those mistakes. So people are kind of like, mm, it's, it is important, but it's not important. 
to me, it, me personally, I think it is all important because these guys could replace your star. Like, so it's, yeah. I, so it's, it was for different people I've been talking to from the guys from the UK Cowboys uh, and the other social media content creators out there. It's been kind of like, yeah, but yes, but it's like one of the ones you kind of just shrug your shoulders go, uh, yeah, I see what you mean, you know? Yeah. With Tyler specifically, I know um, they were out there and talking like Mike and uh, Philbin both, you know, noted that they were happy with um, like the aggression and the energy that he brought. Um, and, but did note that, you know, he was having some technique issues, mm-hmm. which I think, I mean, when, when he was drafted, that's kind of, you know, yeah, we knew that, that we, everybody we, had. Yeah, we knew that coming on. Yeah. Um, but the, the biggest positive I would say is Sam Williams. My bigger the uh, my <laughs> on it and 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 everyone knows I've been very critical about the whole process of Sam Williams. Everyone knows that. And it brings <laughs> it bring it does bring a smile to my face, the fact that I am truly in the verge of putting humble pie in the oven right now. So um <laughs> But yeah, so you know what? That's like the favorite like um arc of characters for me is like the um enemies to lovers arc. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's perfect for you. Yeah, it's because from from such a short turnaround from the Ole Miss open day where he worked one-on-one to Dan Quinn to the NFL draft and stuff like that. Um we have seen a, a already a, a drastic improvement to Sam Williams already. He's getting his shoulder pads lower, where attempts to he's using his hands more. We're seeing a bit more lateral speed. So if that's his progression and that short short uh, short turnaround, I'm quite buzzing already. I can now understand why Jerry specifically really wanted to go out and get this guy in the second round. So and same with Dan Quinn, um, although. And this is not a dig to Sam Williams, but it's a dig to the referees. I do think the referees were already in preseason themselves by throwing flags left, right, and center. So it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I feel like some of them were egregious. However, it's just, it kind of goes to the point of, you know, we really need to be aware of that. So I don't really, I'd love keep throwing flags because we need to be mindful of that kind of stuff. If it's the smallest little thing, I don't, I know some of them are crazy, but like throw them now. So I get to know what, what I need to like look at and practice what we need to focus on, mm-hmm. what like mistakes you're making. Cause we need to cut nip that in the butt as soon as possible. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to, well, I think in total, I think there were 17 flags. That is more than we got in the San Francisco game back in the playoffs. <laughs> right. So there's, yeah. and in terms of like a penalty per yard, we actually, I, I believe we had more yards and penalties than we did for rushing yards in that game. So it's not a good look from that perspective and that statistic. But I will say as I am, and this is, and I'm going to have a throw, but a shade to Mike McCarthy for him calling out saying the whole penalties is all media driven narrative. I thought that was a bit, nah, you're actually seeing the game. We're getting flags for, holding still offsides like the defensive penalties yeah i can understand a bit more on the off- offensive side of the ball those problems should have been fixed and joe philbin our offensive lineman coach should be identifying that and uh, 
And that was one of the other big discussions that was kind of happening during the week Mm -hmm. is like, is Joe Philbin the guy to take us forward? Me personally, I don't think he is. I I think everyone knows how both of you and I feel about him. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, yeah. Shock horror, Cowboys Nation. I'm not a big fan of Joe Philbin, but I... No. Like... I don't know what it is though. Like, don't give it up. Like, when you look at Joe Philbin's history, he's always been one year coaches to all these different places. The longest term mm-hmm. he's ever had with any team was at Green Bay under Mike McCarthy as an offensive coordinator. So, not just one term, but two terms. But yeah, but here's the interesting thing see if Kellen Moore was not our offensive coordinator, Joe Philbin would have been our OC. If it wasn't for Jerry Jones, yes, I that, know. That's me making a vomit noise, by the way, if that didn't translate. Yeah, yeah. If anyone could see the picture of that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely me was literally about to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and, and a lot of people don't actually kind of really tend to forget about that fact. It's like, if it wasn't for Jerry and Stephen wanting to keep Kellen more, essentially, like that was the only acquisition that he was not letting Mike McCarthy to change, really. It's like you can bring him anywhere else, but we really like Kellen Moore and we want him to stay. And it's yeah. like, like, okay, well, I still want to bring Joe Philbin in, even though he's been my OC, but I'll bring him in as my old line guy. I'm still kind of like, ah, <laughs> so. Uh, offensive mind does not, like, you have to be so niche and like so on it to be an online coach, in my opinion. Like, just having offensive offense experience is just not kind of enough, yeah. you know. I'm telling you, bring back your Bill Callahan, your Mark, uh, your Columbo's. Like, I have such a weird relationship with Bill Callahan, yeah. At least he actually kind of brought a good foundation to the O line. He may have kind of lost the, the respect of the O line to the near end part of his stay in Dallas, but. He did set a good foundation for, um, I'm trying to remember the next online coach that came in from back in 20, he was his assistant, Frank, I think it was. Hold on a minute. I'll just need to double check that. Online coach. Oh, well, I have a strained relationship with him from him uh, being the head coach at Nebraska. So, ah, uh, yeah, Frank Pollack. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so he kind of continued on from Bill Callahan up to that point. And uh, yeah, and 2018 was an absolute disaster with Paul Alexander. And if it wasn't for Mark Colombo basically salvaging that 2018 season and basically kind of helped us out in 2019, that was mm-hmm. the other thing as well. We were kind of hoping we would have retained Mark Colombo, but hey ho, we got Joe Philbin instead. He has such a good football name. Yeah, Mark Colombo. Yeah. Mark Colombo. He yeah. sounds like an offensive lineman, he sounds official. You know, like he knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah, just without. <laughs> yeah, that's I know completely not a qualifier for you know being a good O line coach, but I know it just you know it helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- <laughs> definitely. It, it just kind of it just it's a nice need to roll off the tongue, essentially. Yeah, of course. Ugh. Well, okay, so we have what the Chargers. Yeah. So today. The, yep, we've got the Chargers today. So unfortunately. Uh, the game for me is like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I told him don't watch it, but <laughs> you know me, I am dedicated to the cause. Cowboys are, you my, are 
they're in my lifeblood, even though I am receding. I look more like 56-year-old than a dude in 36 because the Cowboys put me in so much stress. But hey-ho. I guess since you do have a Sunday to recover, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But yeah, staying up that late is crazy. <laughs> uh, but it, it should be, like from looking at the, the practices and all the reports and stuff like that, Neville Gallimore is looking really nice and mean, but he was having a good scrimmage against their uh, the Chargers O-line. Um, uh, Turpin was looking pretty good. Um, the only thing is, like, we are very lacking numbers for a receiver going into this preseason game because, obviously, Lamb's going to be out for a number of weeks, I think, due to uh, something to do with his foot. I can't remember the specifics, but he's going to be out for a wee bit. We don't know, like, obviously, we all know that uh, Michael Gallup's uh, still getting back to full fitness, getting back. He's, he is taking reps, but he's not going to see any game time. Um, so, basically, we've just be, got Jalen Joel, uh, Tolbert, um, TJ Vasher, um, Houston, which I'm quite excited to see more him of, like, as, as Houston. Yeah. Like, he, I feel he, like he's been a name that's been coming up quite a bit lately. Um, so yeah, definitely interested to see like how mm-hmm. he can fit, fit himself into this, uh, I, opening that we have right now. I definitely see when things kind of spread, uh, like when you get all your starters in and stuff like that, if the way the projection of uh, Houston is going right now, I do tend to believe he will be that Cole Beasley X type type of wide receiver, the slot. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's really like from from what I've seen so far, he seems to be really good on on the slot coming in the inside for slants, in terms of like running back inside. So that w- would be quite a nice thing, Chris. That's one thing that likes to do. He likes to do from short range to medium range and go for the hold on hold for long range passes as well. So at least he's got options from all different types of receivers, and that's what one thing that's kind of going with this offense is trying to mix it up. Not try and go long free drives and or just run the ball for the, this one drive. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the CD thing is kind of freaking everybody out. I feel like we're all rightfully panicking about it a little bit. Are, um, are, you, are I, you not? I'm not worried as people are making it out to be. Like as mm-hmm. long as as long as he's, I mean, I think he will miss the Tampa Bay game, which kind of. It's going to have a knock-on effect in our bet. Um, it's going to have a good effect for me. Yeah, yeah. It's not, we just need our defense and uh, the power of uh, Micah Parsons to absolutely smash Tom Brady down to the ground. But we'll see. Oh, okay. So, no defense. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. I, so, why, why I bring that up is I just keep hearing um, – you know, and we've kind of talked about this already. Like, I don't think they're going to do too much to help them out. No. Um, like the wide receiver core. Even, um, yeah. I mean, Chris, even Jerry came out and said, it's like, we want to put the trust in the young guys. Well, Jerry, you're getting that chance. Like, there's no. Just like he wrote it up. Yeah. Just just like how you said it in, pre- in the press conferences. You want to give the guys, with all the young guys, the young opportunity. Now they're getting mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. But so far, it seems to be okay so far. Like, I mean, Tolbert may have dropped one or two passes during the, the game against Denver, but room to improve. Houston looked impressive. Um, yeah. 
I'm kind of surprised that TJ Vasher has completely jumped, uh, disappeared in the past couple of weeks. He had a really great start to camp, and we've not really heard much of him since. So if he really wants to try and make it into this 53-man squad, he needs to step up. He needs yeah, to the time it. is now for him, the, I feel. Yeah, yeah, Chris, the next round of cuts are just round the corner. So yeah, um, so it's narrow or never for these guys. All these guys are looking to make the squad because they all know, regardless of the injuries, Mm-hmm. they still know that their job is still on the line here. So, Oh, yeah. Um, what is something for today that, like, you are – we talked about this last time, but what, what are you looking today to see, especially after, you know, last week's performance? Well, my biggest thing is obviously going to be the O-line. Um, <laughs> I want to – so there's one thing I was kind of getting annoyed about was the, the constant rotation – from one player after the other every single snap nearly nearly enough so there was no continuity at all like you weren't having the same o-line for that same drive it was like first and ten one you had this five o-line for that one second and five they changed that up i was like why did you change it up like keep the keep it keep it going try and build that relationships with your o-line build the communication and look what happened when you start mixing in players halfway through a drive and stuff like that, it's just going to ruin the communication and continuity up. Look what happened. There's going to be more chance of mistakes, more chance of offsides, more chance of uh, holding calls, more chance of missed pickup blitzes. And as a result of that, we ended up either it was just a complete mess of a scheme or our quarterback or running back are getting hit in the backfield, and that's it. Yeah. So... That to me, that is one thing I'm really interested in is to see if we can just improve on getting guys proper reps and not just in and out and in and out from our, this is more more on the coaching side of things and that will actually help improve the team as well. Yeah, I'm I'm completely with you there. Um I we're gonna have to, you know, continue to see good things out of them, you know, and you know, fix the mistakes that they've had. Um, I've definitely, as we talked about Tyler Smith is let's see if he can like fix it or at least progress in his technique this week. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think to add as well, and I still don't know why Dallas are pushing this narrative right now. Connor McGovern right now, who I thought personally had a terrible game. They won't let it go. Why don't they let him go? Why is he getting so many reps and the first team give Tyler, like you, you drafted Tyler Smith to be that guy give him the reps like yeah like if he's there to build that continuity he's better mm-hmm. alert he's better than it from like so tyron smith side by side i think that's a really good point honestly like he's, he's, um, not, he's not going to get it from josh ball and a uh, matt, no. matt and matt foniak at center so it's, no. it's not gonna happen so it seems like it's a bit don't get me wrong you can yeah, you'll get mental reps of actually showing your physicality. Yeah, but in terms of you working as a unit, and that's the hope, if one O-line fails, all of you will fail. And that's how the O-line tends to work. If one falls, it's just a running domino effect. That is, that's so true. Um, I I would love to see them take on that mentality this week. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll see coming up. Um, personally for me, this week, I'm really going to be paying attention to um, how they do with penalties. 
mm-hmm. um, after last week. That is just obviously like a glaring issue. Um, like I said, I didn't take that so harshly. Um, I didn't like it, but there are stupid mistakes you're making. Are you taking note of that? And are mm. you going to improve this week? That's, you know. Yeah. It's the, it should be like the complete, um, learn your mistakes and move on approach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's down to how much time are they spending on, the, on game film, watching what they did wrong, how much one-to-ones are they having with their coaches, how much of the coaches are, are identifying these problems and what are they doing to help amend these problems to help these players succeed. So it's not all just the players, but it's also on the coaching side of things as well. Um, but also, if there's one thing I'm looking forward to is the continued progression of our second stringers and the defensive line. Like, without a doubt our defensive line looked fantastic like not, none of our starters were there essentially no d-law was there like right but, but bohana was there it was out there balling like um chancy Goldston playing in the feet position he looked really good like he was getting into the backfield forcing the uh, quarterback out of the pocket dante Fowler, wow i'm very really looking forward to see what he does in this game against the chargers yeah well, okay, so something that everybody was, like, getting their um, eyebrows raised at this week, I think, was Bahana spending a lot of time at one technique. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think that we're going to see that, like, on the field maybe today? Oh, absolutely. But he's a big boy. He's there to kind of help. He's there to attract the double team from the offensive line. He's there mm-hmm. designed to get two guys to block him so that opens up the gaps for – your linebackers or your defensive end to cut back inside into the A gap or B gap or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm all for that. Get Boana more reps. I would love to see John Ridgeway get more reps as well because, like, obviously, I don't know what the status of him is. I, I think I think he did pick. I was up gonna it. say, how's he feeling? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he. I, I, I can't. I can't remember what what reports were saying stuff like that. I could be wrong and do don't quote me on this ladies and gentlemen but <laughs> a, I don't know yeah I would need to double check on that one I, I'm not sure if he's going to be playing or not but I think I hope he is I hope he is I'll just say that I hope he is playing just to be on the safe yeah. side because I don't have just as a generalization yeah Paul I, would like to see how he does going forward <laughs> absolutely I mean when you've got a name like John Ridgeway like big JR you want to see him actually cause absolute weak havoc in the middle of that defensive uh, that old line, and yeah, and 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 that was the other big uh, plus signs was we limited uh, at the Broncos running game really really small yards in rushing, so as a collective our front seven did a fantastic job. Like regardless what the score line was, even though we lost yeah. seventeen to ten, but when you put mm-hmm. this. If even on the statistical side of things, our defense, and this was all of our backups. There was no Micah Parsons there. There was no uh, LVE, essentially. I don't, um, like, for the, for the whole game, it was all of our backups. Constant rotation. Our cornerbacks had a decent game. Now, Sean Wright looked pretty good as well. Um, he be, did make one or two mistakes as well. But overall, even though they made, some players in defense did make mistakes, but those weren't, but overall, it's a two thumbs up, but they know like you're, we were just sitting there, but the offense is like, 
go back to the film, learn from mistakes, and try not and limit those down. Once we've got that nailed down with the defense, our defense is just going to look even scarier from last season, the way things are going. Yeah. See, guys, we overarchingly have some good positive stuff to talk about. So, you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, not, I, yeah we're not always dead and gloom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I normally am. I was on, no, on Girls Talking Boys on Friday. So. No, you're not. You're never dead and gloom, my dear. <laughs> Dim and I'm gloomy with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you're well, you're definitely smiling because you're in Denver and you're going to have a good time this weekend <laughs> uh, seeing friends. That's that. true. <laughs> you're so right. Um, but we are looking forward to this game today, and I uh, hope you guys are too. Paul is, you know, I told him he doesn't have to stay up that late for a preseason game. I think he's going to do it, guys. <laughs> I believe in him. <laughs> yeah, and my eyeballs are going to be running out my sockets by the end of the game. <laughs> and then you just take a bunch of naps that, uh, all Sunday long. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, well, in fairness, and this is a bad confession to make, I did have, fall asleep during the fourth quarter in the last game. So God knows how I'm going <laughs> to survive this game at a later time. So you, I think you missed Ben DiNucci o'clock? I did what I did rewatch it though. I did rewatch it, but just watch, watching it live. I'm, I'm, I'm a, totally kidding. I know, okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All the good stuff shows up on the internet the next day anyways. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, I think the best plan of action is go to sleep first and set my alarm clock for three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and just do whatever. Good call. Well, do you have any shows that you're popping on to this week that you know of or any Twitter spaces you're going to host or anything like that? Um, No, in just just the UK Cowboys one just now. Um, I, okay. um, I think I'll be... I think I'll be join, joining the round table with RJ and that and then uh, this week as well because I am due to always oh, not to rub it in if there's but, a spot on there I might join you oh hey hey good stuff <laughs> um, but yeah I think um, I think it's this week I'm going on because next week is, is obviously I'm going to next Greece. week he's going to Greece guys yeah. did you do you remember it? <laughs> Yep, and I'll be I'll be taking my computer and microphone with me, so don't worry. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still gonna be here. Yeah, we'll, you we'll wouldn't leave you guys like that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll me and Med will figure out the logistics for you, and we'll bring you the next show for next week. Hundred percent. All right, Paul. Where can everyone follow you this week to, so they can keep on top of everything? Yeah, guys, you can follow me at I am Peace Two on Instagram and Twitter, and yourself, Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you check out everything on bloggingtheboys.com. We have stuff every single day. Every Anytime something happens, it's going to be on bloggingtheboys.com. Every single day we have podcasts coming at you. So make sure you check that out. Great review and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
Questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 